This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Are you into competitive gaming? Would you like to make a few bucks while doing so? If so, check out Gamersaloon.com. Gamersaloon.com hosts tournaments for games like Call of Duty, Rocket League, Mortal Kombat, Overwatch, and more. Sign up at Gamersaloon.com and use our promo code MGNPOD, that's M-G-N-P-O-D, and you can help us keep making this totally sweet podcast. For more information, check out Gamersaloon.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian hey. and Alex. Hello. Today we're going to talk some recent game news regarding Bethesda, Halo, and Sonic the Hedgehog, among other things, and we'll fill you in on our recent Steam sale purchases as well. But before we get to all that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at Patreon.com slash MidwestPodNet. That's Midwest, M-I-D-W-E-S-T, pod, P-O-D, net, N-E-T. Uh, we have a bunch of uh, people who have signed up for that. We're very thankful for all of them, but especially very Jason thankful. K for his $10 contribution. We really appreciate that. We love you guys so much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we are um, currently $9 away from our first goal of being able to pay yeah. for all of the hosting. We're so close. Basis. We're so close. And what's awesome, if you sign up at the $5 mark or anything higher than $5, you get to talk to us in a, in a private Discord for all of the Midwest Podcast Network shows. That includes us, Midwest Game Nerds. Also, the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast has its own channel. And so does Horror Movie yep. Yearbook, Westworld yep. FM, and Gone to Texas. All the hosts are on there. Uh, we're probably going to work on getting Lance in there, too, for some future awesome. discussion. I feel like well. Lance would bring a lot of life to that uh, and film nerds yeah. especially for gone to texas so. yeah so super exciting yeah um yeah and as always we do appreciate your feedback which you can send to midwestgamers at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher that's the most important one rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher so that we can climb the charts on itunes and stitcher radio and all those good podcatchers we would love it that's true cool or if one of you would like to give us like ten thousand dollars a month you don't have to Pimp us out to anybody else. That'd be great. Yeah. We will talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, you could pay us, and then you could be like, you guys are game nerds, but today you're going to talk about Monopoly, and we will. Uh, yeah. And I'm down with that. Yeah. We, we are subject to your money. Yeah, so spend money with us. Make, we don't, make we're not journalists. We're not. We don't have integrity. <laughs> Just give us money. And we'll do what you want us to do. It'll be sweet. Within reason. We promise. Within reason. Yes. And then we could do cool things like we did our contest with Detroit Become Human yeah. where we gave away a copy of the game. If you really liked us going to PAX, I mean, just donate us like $5,000 yeah, and, and we'll we, have the best we'll PAX coverage the in the world. It. Yeah. It'll be sweet. Yeah. Think about it. These are things you can do with your money. Wise, sound investments. Yes. With zero return other than like access to a Discord channel. <laughs> you can think of it as charity if you'd yeah, like. Yeah, charity. Yeah. That's, yeah that's it, good. You can probably write it off somehow. Uh, yeah, Alex. Just feel good about yourself when you go to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what have you been playing? Uh, so I briefly touched on Yakuza 0 last week. I haven't played any more of it, but I, or in last episode. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, it doesn't, it feels like a PS2 game to me still, okay. which is the way that a lot of those Yakuza games are, even though Zero was kind of, it's been made in the modern era of Yakuza games, so it should have a lot of the quality of life improvements of the newer ones, but um, I don't know. I, I'd like to play some more of it. it do, it's very interesting. I like the fact that it's all spoken in Japanese yeah, uh, where there is voice acting. In some cases, there isn't voice acting, uh, but it's a very silly game. There's times where it like pops titles up on the screen of like, "Oh, you're about to do this thing," and one of them like, it's very much a slice of life game where I'm this dude who works for the yakuza, s collecting money from people who are indebted to the yakuza, or other like loan sharks that work with the yakuza, and then. Um, 
I was basically walking through the street at night as my character, and like the tutorial to learn how to fight is you beating up these drunk guys, <laughs> <laughs> and it just flashes real big on the screen, drunkards, and it's like this game's really weird, but it's funny <laughs> and it's great. It's it sounds very Japanese. Yes, so I'm excited to play more of it. Uh, I was trying to see how many times dated. you would say Yakuza. Yeah, you said it like six times. Yakuza Zero. People, yeah. I want people to know what I'm talking about. That's Yakuza. Those right? are my thoughts on Yakuza Zero. Uh, and it's not Yakuza. It is Yakuza. I said that. You said Yakuza. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you need to put the accent on the proper syllable. Yakuza. Yakuza. Yes. Because it's probably three characters, right? Yep. Yep. Kanji, yes. right? Nope. Uh, no. Well, there could be a kanji for it, but the three characters would be uh, hiragana. So, gotcha. Um. Cool. Yeah, other than that, uh, I also picked up Luminous Remastered. I considered getting that on the Switch. It was 15 bucks, and I was like, I cannot argue with that. Um, it's a remaster of the PSP version of the game, which came out ten, was, over yeah, 10 like years ago th- at this point. Probably. Something like that. 12. Uh, it's, it's a puzzle game made by the dude who made... Res and the upcoming Tetris effect. It's kind of a Tetrisy like game um, where you're dropping. They're all square pieces, light boxes. Yeah, but the the pieces have any combination of two different colors in them. So it could be all one color. It could be one of them is orange while the others are white. Uh, it's it's like a binary kind of system there, and you're trying to unite four of the same color together to make a square. And you can like make combos and stuff like that. And as the music plays, like a line sweeps past and collects what you've made into like squares, essentially. So the more you can make in between, like, and it it changes with the beat of the song, and the song changes as you accrue more points, essentially. Um, That's complicated. Yeah, no, it, it seems very complicated, but it's a pretty simple game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it works. It's a great Switch game. It sucks that the loading times are a little long. They're longer than I would prefer for a game on Switch. Um, but it's still quite good, and it's only $15. And I think it's a great puzzle game to have on the Switch. Right on. But other than that, um, there was there is a Steam sale. Is it still going on? I think so. I think it goes on through the yeah, fourth, right? Yeah, it ends right? uh, the fifth, I think. Okay. So it's the Steam Summer Sales going on. Uh, we all picked up a couple different things. I picked up uh, three games, one of which is Planet Coaster, which I have not tried out yet. But I also picked up uh, Prey, which we've talked about previously. I did play on PS4 back when we reviewed it. It goes until July 5th. July 5th, okay. Um yeah, pray Brian's been playing it. Brian, yep. I, I can confirm as Brian said that it's meant to be played on a PC. The mouse and keyboard have, controls. As of now, I have finished it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, but it, it I, I've only played a little bit at the beginning, but it does feel a lot better. It's to yeah, be playing it's so it with mouse better. and keyboard. And uh, and I I know they've done a lot of updates too, so it might be better on PlayStation yeah. now as well. But um. John, you've been playing some Prey as well. Do you yeah, want to talk I, about it? I've been playing your version of Prey because yeah. you set up Family Pass or whatever, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Um, it definitely, like, I remember playing it on PS4, the demo version, and just feeling like the controls were super sluggish and, like, non-responsive and just clunky. Yeah. It definitely feels significantly better on a PC. Yeah. Yeah. Significantly better. Also doesn't hurt that I upgraded my monitor, which is sweet. Yeah. So it looks really pretty. Uh, I'm running it at, I think I was getting a solid 144 frames per second. Yeah. It was pretty great. Awesome. It's a great looking game. Yeah, too. it is a very good looking game. Um, How far have you gotten? Have you I've only played? done, a, I've I've done like maybe three hours of play okay. um, because we just keep getting sucked back into Rainbow Six, mm-hmm. which is probably expected at this point. <laughs> but it's, it's. Uh, I know Brian said, it, you, you mentioned that the game really picks up when you can start getting some of the... Um, the typhon, the typhon upgrade upgrades yeah. for your unlocks, yeah, yeah. So when you get those, like, I, I'm I'm excited to get to that point because that's when you said the game really opens up. Yeah. About how far in is that? Like 
a couple, another couple hours. Uh, it's not that far in. I, I the only reason I feel like this I, game takes stuff. a while is because I literally, like, I walk into a room swinging. Like, yeah. because, because you're, you're afraid of all the coffee cups. Yeah, like all of the all of the mimics and things, yeah. Typhon, whatever they are. Like, it doesn't just, really go away no. until, like, I'd say maybe about three quarters of the way through the game. I was like, fuck it, I don't care about these Come guys yeah. anymore. I mean, I haven't had to save Scrub at all yet. I've just been taking my time, like, yeah, very well, patiently going. <laughs> no, I'm sure. But I've been very patiently going into rooms and, like, swinging my way through them and just looking for items to pick up and computers yeah. to hack and things to do. It's it's very, it is such a system shot game. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one complaint about it, well, I mean, I'm sure I could come up with more than one because, you know, it's me and I like to complain. Yeah, but <laughs> of course. But my biggest complaint is, like, th- some cool stuff happens in, like, the last quarter of the game that, that like, changes things, but that they increased the pace so much to where I feel like some of the play, how you want to play the game is lost. Okay. Like I could not figure out how to uh, be as cautious and like stealthy about my shit as as I could earlier in the game because there are just so many fucking enemies and they're like, they kill you so fast and yeah. So I didn't enjoy that part. So what you're saying is the, the large, they, they spawn infinitely. The large wrench that I've found is only going to get me so far. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a bit of a bummer, the fact that they kind of remove some of your... Tr- like, for me, I like being undetected, as we all know, as I've spoken to yeah. probably on every episode of the show, but the fact that that goes by the wayside when they keep throwing enemies at I'm you. I'm sure it, it is possible, but, uh, like, one of the things... Like, one of the paths through this one level, I couldn't even figure out. I just accidentally read about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I was so frustrated with this one part because there were just so many enemies. Yeah. And, like, you don't get a break. Because, like, not only do they infinitely spawn, and they seem to always know where the hell you are. Because unlike the Typhon enemies, which you can fool most of the time. Um, And the the Typhon enemies are also really interesting. And these are, like, these weird robots with, like... Hmm laser beams that just cut you down so fast once they get a beat on you huh and turrets like everywhere (laughs) (laughs) there's still typhon in the end part of the game too but it's it's like they don't they're not the main enemy for a while and uh i don't i don't feel like i'm really spoiling anything it's just but uh yeah it's definitely worth playing through there's a definitely multiple endings i figured out a couple ways to end the game like early, yeah. <laughs> well, one way there, you could just like take this escape pod and just end the game. <laughs> just leave, nope, leave the entire mess behind. <laughs> but then it just like reloads you back into the game. Hmm. But uh, there's How a long? there's a twist ending that is kind of on par with like Westworld shit. Mm. That after the credits, interesting. I definitely don't want to spoil that. Did uh, how long did it take you to beat? Like how long was your? Do you know what your like end play time? Um, was? I was well over twenty hours. Okay. I might be able to look that up on Steam. Um, well, Steam I think said I was in the thirties, but I think my save game said like somewhere between twenty and thirty. Okay, like the upper twenties, I think. It's a long game, and I didn't do everything. There's a lot yeah. of optional quests. And after a while, I just kind of decided I didn't feel like doing it because I got sick of. Uh, trying to get around the space station with all the stuff that's in it. Yeah. It was just, it became too much. It's cool though. Cause you can find some, uh, like they also give you this jetpack thing partway through that it doesn't, you can't propel yourself up, but it, you can slow your descent. Mm. So that makes it so you can just like get down from really high up places without getting killed. And, uh, that definitely helps your mobility, like getting around levels and stuff. And I put a lot of, to in order to speed up finishing the game toward the end, and just because I didn't feel like dealing with all the combat anymore, yeah, I put a lot of skill points into my sprint. And there's like a Typhon ability that lets you like zip forward and leave a double of you behind that all okay. the enemies will think is you. That's cool. Yeah, so I would use those in conjunction with the the propulsion system uh, just to like 
blaze through levels real fast without actually fighting things. That's cool. You've got 30 hours on record with Prey. Okay. And it took you 10.8 hours in the last two weeks to beat it. Yeah, I put a lot of time in the last yeah. couple weeks. Interesting. I mean, I was already really far. I knew that. You've played almost an equal amount of Rainbow Six in the past two weeks. <laughs> 10.2 hours. That and, doesn't but, surprise me. But you have 13 more hours on Rainbow Six than you Total? do on Prey. Uh, yeah. yeah, you have 43 hours on record. I have an absurd amount of hours in PUBG. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> no, uh, I will, let's I will talk, talk about, about that. that. Let's I, talk about that. I did play the new map. In PUBG. He's got 258 and, hours on record of PUBG. <laughs> and I think I'm... Like, they did such a lazy job with, like, the, t- the texturing and stuff. It really looks like a rush job. And I feel like... It sounds like it fits right in with PUBG about model. That part. The whole internet's upset at PUBG right now, so just let them have it. Yeah, I'm... I think I'm, like, kind of over that. I just hope another... I like the Battle Royale-style game. I did try uh, Realm Royale... Which I I do think is good. I think it's better than Fortnite. That's cool. Um, for sure. Uh, Gladish in the chat says he can't wait to get Corey's PC on Tuesday and have the internet to finally be able to play Siege with you guys again. <laughs> that would be amazing. So yeah, Corey, get on it. We're just waiting to ship the. Why internet are you even talking to, to him? Austria. He doesn't listen to this. I know. <laughs> Over, overnight. <laughs> um, no, uh, Nick Nick told me that his cousin plays a lot of PUBG. And when at we're one friends point, with him, like on Twit or on oh on yeah, Steam. well he said he looked at our profiles and we don't play enough PUBG for him, so he won't play with us. You can play with Brian. No, I like probably, Brian's too low. That's ridiculous for him. He's in like the thousands of hours at this point. That's insane. So, well, I'm sorry. You're just not, not good. good you got to yeah, get we're good. Not, we're not good enough. Get good. <laughs> um, Somebody's blowing up the Discord. Yeah. Anyways, um, Alex, did you also picked up? I picked up Opus Magnum, yeah. and I finally got to try it out a bit. Uh, I mostly just got through the tutorial stuff at this point. It does look like a fun game. It looks right now. It's kind of hard to actually say, but right now it feels as though it is a more widely um, accessible version of Space Chem, the previous game from Zachtronics, the developer. Yeah. Because uh, it doesn't have all the like, this is how chemistry actually works. When when you put like a layer of alchemy over it, you can kind of obscure things and make sure people don't realize they're learning when they're playing the game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but learning's it, bad. It it uh, those games are very interesting because I was finding myself with this game more so than Space Chem, wanting to find the optimal path or like the the shortest path or like because you it, it kind of measures your solution to each level in terms of like how much money you quote unquote spent or how many cycles you did it in like how quickly you achieved the the goal yeah and quickly not in terms of like a time limit but in terms of how many like steps process steps it took yeah right so uh when i got to the final level of the tutorial which you have to put together a process to do a certain thing i was trying to minimize it so much to make it as cheap as possible which ended up making it way more complicated steps wise and then on top of that it just wasn't going to work the way i had it set up anyway so those it's just very interesting to see how that game pushes you to play and wants you to play it and allows you to try and like I feel like I have to go in the first time through and say, okay, this is not going to be the most efficient. It's not going to be the least expensive way to do it because it's not like you have a budget to spend. Right. It is just like a like a uh, a metric at the end of the level in order to compare yourself to like leaderboards and stuff like that. Right. Um. But I ha- I have to approach it with the idea that i know i will not have the best solution for any one of these particular uh puzzles and just try and get through it the first time and then refine it down and make it better yeah which is is cool but it, it, it it's is a, a it's a cool game it is cool it's visually like it looks really it's very clean mm-hmm. i think um i really like the idea of like the timeline at the bottom for like yeah timing how certain items rotate and when it releases it's uh whatever chemical it's holding and things like that it's just it was just very it reminds me of like sheet music or something like yeah, that. Or yeah or like a midi roll yep yeah it's very cool hmm. um yeah 
What else? Is that it? I think that's pretty much... Oh, I did also... I picked up Ori in the Blind Forest. I've played a little bit of it. That game is a little more punishing than I expected it to be. Interesting. It is... Uh, uh, there's a lot to it, and it's nice, but I need to sit down and play some more. It, it's just the the you're basically on like you can take four hits yeah type of life bar situation and oh, you fun. eventually get more but um it's it was it was tough i died i died and then it doesn't really like i'm maybe only an hour in and it doesn't even like encourage you to say cuz like you can kind of save in once your energy like comes back to you after you've opened up whatever they make you open up to save, like it basically is a counter to like, okay, you got to survive for this long in order to open up like the save area again. Mm. And you can do the save area in most locations, I believe, but it didn't really remind me to keep doing that. So then when I went and died, I lost a crap load of progress and was uh. like, okay, I'm putting this down for now <laughs> and I'll come back to it when I have more nope. patience. I one of the games I got was kind of like that. Um, well, I mean, it was just a lot harder than I expected it to be. Mm. Immediately, I bought this game called Cryptark. Has nothing to do okay. with the dude that decodes your engrams and uh, the Cryptark and Destiny. Fortunately, but uh, it's a cool game. Like you, uh, basically, you f- fly into these ships and you're. You're, you'll have like a goal, like to take down like the generator or whatever, but you have to like what? Sorry, he's just laughing, I'm laughing at, at him trying, trying, to, trying to be on camera. How how far under the table he can get to be on camera? <laughs> there we go. You're looking very short. Now I can play footsie with you guys really well. Ooh, mm. sorry. So um, you you're on a you're on a ship. Yeah, it's like a it's a side scroller, okay. but it's zero gravity side scrolling. Mm. So you just fly around everywhere, but you kind of you know have a drift to you. Like yeah. if you just let off the the boost, you'll slam into the spikes on the wall. You can bounce off walls and yeah. stuff. It's it's cool. Like it gives you a map, so you can kind of plan where to go. Like the the thing that makes the game hard is every mission is on a timer. Oh, and if yeah, that it's a big turn off. Mm. And if you go past the timer, you just start bleeding money. So you. <laughs> So you have to be really quick about what you want to do. So you kind of have to plan ahead like, okay, I want to go in. I want to get these upgrades. I want to hit this, uh, like, security node to disable all the turrets. And then you got to hit this other node in order to take the uh, shield down from the, like, generator thing that you're supposed to destroy. And that disables, like, the whole ship. And then you're done, basically. That's Hmm. how... At least that's how the couple missions I tried go, but I think there's other ones that have like completely different uh, objectives. But uh, yeah, doing that all in a timer with a bunch of enemies flying around is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, but it's cool. Like the the controls are really good. I was actually playing with a keyboard or a controller at first, and then I realized it's actually easier to play with the keyboard and mouse because mm-hmm. you aim independently of where you're flying around. So like aiming with the mouse is easier to me than trying to aim the with a different stick. analogs. Yeah. yeah, I'm terrible at twin stick shooters. Yeah. Um, hmm. And you, there's a whole upgrade system. Like you have a couple slots on your, uh, I don't know what the hell they call it, your like power mech suit, suit thing. Um, and like there's different hard points and you can swap out the items on there. And uh, there's like, upgrades to your hull and stuff like that i don't know it sounds cool it has a co-op too nice which i haven't been able to try because nobody else owns it it's cheap if you guys want to check it out how much It's like 374 i think Hmm. something like that interesting yeah it looks good too it's you got a bunch of games didn't you? it's not like a pixel art style it's like a hand-drawn style oh that's cool It, it looks really cool and it sounds cool there's like good sound effects. Like when you're outside of the ship, everything's kind of like muted. Cool. Like we put like a low pass space. filter. Kind yeah, of exactly. Fezzy. Uh, sorry, what did you ask me? Oh, because yeah, you got a bunch of games. I got you? a bunch, but I mean that's run one, down that, the list. That's you one have, that I actually tried. Yeah, so you don't have to talk about all of them. But well, run, I finally picked up Doom, 
on PC because that's just the way it's meant to be played, in my opinion. You yeah. didn't have Doom on PC? I actually had it on Xbox because at the time my PC wasn't up to snuff. Mm, okay. Um, now it's beyond snuff. Yeah, and it, it was great on console. <laughs> like I, that's like the console controls <laughs> for that snuff game. Film review podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coming soon. Unless we snuff that idea out. <laughs> Snuff of that. Let's so move on. I Doom, I didn't really start. Well, I did try to go through the campaign on Nightmare. I got hit by one fireball, went from zero or like 100% health to zero. I'm like, well, I don't know if I can do this yet. <laughs> you must be faster. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm good. I'm pretty good at Doom. Clearly I, not good enough. I just want to note right now for when Corey's listening to this in the future, he's looking at PC parts. And putting them in the Discord right now. Instead when of he could just have us open in like a window as he sits there at his RB, RGB keyboard. Mind you, he has three monitors. He has yeah. three. Oh. And one is my old ultra wide, which takes two inputs. So you can actually have four screens at once. He could be watching and listening while he's playing Destiny. It does picture by picture. I don't and, know if he and knows sending that. Us, and sending us PC part links. Yeah. Which for things the mouse like, that he's thinking about buying. Anyway, I'm I just not going to chime in on his like mouse buying. No, because shit he buys because Razor I'm busy stuff. doing a podcast right now. Yeah. He's going to have to wait. That's fine. Um, Doom has an arcade mode now, though. It, it didn't have that back when I beat it. Like you just go and find out how like, many enemies you can survive, like a horde you, mode. No, it's like if you play, PC. you pick a level to play, and there's like this scoring system uh, that basically encourages you to. Like have like kill combos and kill as fast as you can and get headshots and like there's like a multiplier and if you're going fast you can keep it up at sixteen so you just get a buttload of points yeah there's like these mines you can destroy that will like take out everything in the area for extra points it's pretty cool if you like to play stupid fast like I do because I mean I feel like that. The game's designed for that, like play fast. Oh, that's cool. It's in the arcade mode too. If your PC is enough up to snuff, it'll actually spit out tickets for you to redeem. Yeah, for sure. And you can get like a plush teddy bear. Yeah, and a little stuff like plush, that. fucking like pink, a doom pinky, guy, pinky demon, a little doom guy. Yeah, pinky demon. Oh, that'd be great. Tom <laughs> says he's playing Darkest Dungeon while listening on the Switch. Darkest Dungeon so, uh, is a game I want to pick up. I've wanted it for a while, but I don't know. Like, it's so cheap on Steam right now, but I feel like I would rather play it on Switch. Yeah. So I, I bought it bought on it my yet. iPad because it was 99 cents. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. I ha- I've only played it for a few minutes. Do you want a broken keyboard? The sound wasn't working. I got a broken working. keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, the, ar- the arcade thing in Doom, though, it, it compares your high scores with everybody and stuff. That's cool. Like it's like a daily boards. challenge kind of. Uh, I don't know if they have that. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I'm glad I picked that up again, even though the the new Doom will probably be out within the next year. Tom got, says that Darkest Dungeon is way better on PC, which really? is interesting. Okay. The Switch controls are hard to get used to. Well, then maybe I'll just pick it up on PC because yeah. it's on sale for I think. Wait, when did they release it on Switch? It came out a couple months, did pretty I months that? ago, and like, like it, April, I think. Yeah, that must have been when I bought it on iPad. That must have been like a hey, you can buy it here too for cheaper kind of sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but he does say the portability is worth it. So it seemed really cool. I definitely need to spend more time on it. The sound wasn't working for me for some reason at the time. I hmm. think they fixed that bug hmm. though. Yeah. But anyways, what else did you? Yeah, I'll purchase? just run down the yeah. other ones because I haven't really played them much. Um, I got Dishonored, Death of the Outsider. That's the last part. Might be the last part of the Dishonored franchise, from what I've heard. Is that standalone? It is. It's a standalone expansion. Okay, but it, it won't really make sense unless you've at least yeah. played Dishonored Two. I, yeah. I feel. Um, and there's callbacks to I think the DLC for the first Dishonored as well. Okay, but whatever. Um, so that should be fun. I love those games. Ducktales Remastered. I picked up nice. because I loved Ducktales on Woo! Nintendo for some reason. Because it's great. It was a great. Game. It was a great. It's a Capcom game. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that it's not just like a nostalgia thing, and it was actually no. It was a fantastic, there's other reasons you don't have credibility, but this is platform. the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a fantastic platform. Yeah. It was very well done. Um, I picked up South Park: Stick of Truth. Haven't touched that. 
but I'm sure that'll be fun. Satellite Rain. That f- like I didn't realize that was ever released. That's like the Syndicate, like spiritual successor. Oh, okay. Syndicate's one of my all-time favorite games. Not Assassin's Creed Syndicate, not, but not, Syndicate. Not the first-person EA like reboot from a while back, but mm. like the original. Okay. Okay. Tactical isometric game. I love that game. But this game, I started playing, and it's. I think they added too much to it. It just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't feel like Syndicate at all. Hmm. It's got the same like kind of look, like style to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And they are billions. I tried to play briefly and failed miserably because I didn't realize zombies start coming out of the woodworks and like 15 minutes into the game. What well, is called? They are billions. <laughs> Yes. Well, they come up, they start slowly coming in and then they like if one zombie touches a camp, you end up with five other zombies or something like that. I guess that's how they get to build. And it just like spreads like <laughs> wildfire and it, it's fun to watch but also like infuriating because I felt like I didn't even understand like how to play the game yet and I was already failing. Roughly how many zombies? Billions, okay. I would say. All right. Um Hyperlight Drifter. I nice. Picked up. I did fire it up for a point, little bit. Point three hours, according to Steam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said a little bit. 20 minutes. And yeah. <laughs> My goal was to buy mostly games that were under, like 50% or under. Nice. Most of those yeah. were dirt cheap. And then I bought one that was like more expensive, and that was the Air Billions. I think cause it was only like 20% off or something. Okay. Cool. John. Um, the only thing I picked up was Fallout 4. How is it? It's beautiful on PC. Yeah. Um, a little bit buggy. It. A little yeah. bit buggy, but what is a Bethesda game without bugs? Mm-hmm. Not a Bethesda um, game, that's no, for sure. No, it's true. It's really, it's, uh, Bethesda's almost that, like, that cheap whore at the bar that you keep coming back to, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you no, want <laughs> bug-free games, wait for a Blizzard game. Yeah, anyways, uh, it's beautiful. It. It runs mediocre according, you know, like I said, all bug, like the kind of bugs I'm running into are ones where I go to get in my power armor and instead of me, because like, it does the animation where it pulls out third person, the power armor opens up and you climb in. Uh, as it as my character runs up to the armor, he just keeps running at the armor <laughs> and he's just, he's just there <laughs> doing Is this. Is that what the running animation looks like? Yeah, he's just doing this. I feel like they didn't really improve the graphics that much over the console version. Um, no, it actually, like, <laughs> textures and everything looks great. There is a high-res texture yeah. pack, too, which I still need to download. Um, I, I used some, like, fancy E&B and, like, weather mods and stuff on my version. Yeah. I don't really feel like, like spending cool that looking. much time modding I, it I out, didn't spend but... much time. I just looked up, like, what's, like, the easiest, quickest, like, graphical mods to yeah. do to make it look nice. And I found like a list of things, and I did that Nexus mod manager deal. Yeah, and I had it all up and running like within an hour. Right on. Yeah, there's a few reasons I wanted to play this. Uh, first reason being is because seventy six is coming out sooner than later. Uh, second reason is because I have been so busy and stressed out that uh, I needed something calming to play, yeah. and I feel like Fallout is a game that you can just like roam around and take your time. Plus, it reminds yeah. you of a world with less people that yeah, you, which you would I wish dream for. of. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just I I was feeling kind of I just I never finished it on Xbox, and I wanted to. And I'm usually the type of person who I'm not I'm never going to pay full price for a game that I've already purchased uh, on a console to play it on my PC. And this like Game of the Year edition was thirty bucks, comes with everything. Yeah, I had eighteen dollars sitting in my PayPal account. For whatever reason, probably from lunch orders or something like that, when people pay me via Facebook Pay or whatever, um, so There's I a Facebook pay? yeah, it just runs through your PayPal account. It's basically Venmo. What do Facebook. they steal from you? And then steal anything? I don't know. They they already have all my information. <laughs> they they use your, they use your bank accounts to funnel Russian money into presidential yeah, campaigns, probably something like that. But uh, I figured like if I'm only shelling out twelve bucks out of pocket, like it's worth it. Because it gives me a game that I know I'm going to enjoy playing. Yeah, the weird thing about that is that the season pass for people who own Fallout is 4 already is still like 30 bucks yeah. when it goes on sale or whatever. So the, It's almost cheaper to they, buy the game yeah. and then like you maybe gift out the original copy and then keep you, you the rest of the stuff. Really you can't do it though. that way? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Not in this case. Huh. 
I thought but, about doing that because like there was a. That's what I want to do with Rainbow Six with the complete edition. <laughs> well, some of those bundles too. I was like, can you gift like the extra copies of those games? I don't really know. Yeah, but it turns out sure. like the the Valve one, it just doesn't include the stuff that you that you already own in the price. Like yeah. that's why it was only five something for me. Okay, I just realized that. Hmm. So I was like, you can get every Valve game for five seventy something, but that's because like. 12 you of them own, are not included. Yeah, you own a bunch of them. <laughs> I, I did, uh, I, I gifted uh, Zach a, a $2 copy of Left 4 Dead 2. Nice. If anybody wants a copy of Left 4 Dead 2 for $2, you know, let me know. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I, I just had a weird itch to play that game again, and uh, I knew he'd be down because we were talking about it one day. And, uh, yeah, me and him and uh, Josh played... Fuzzy. Oh, Jangles. It was like a, it was fun. It was brutal though. Like we were playing on, we were only playing on like advanced and we were getting our asses handed to us on this one level. I've still never played a Left 4 Dead game. Are you serious? They're fun for a minute. Do you own it? No. You will now. (laughs) Thank you. They're They're, so fun. I'm down to try it out. They're they're like that and like I would say Portal 2, which is also only $2 right now. Everybody should play that game. Oh yeah, for sure. But Portal 2's co-op experience and like Left 4 Dead are probably the most fun co-op experiences I've had. Cool. Right on. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's all I purchased, though. I haven't purchased or played much <laughs> of anything else. I've played Fallout and i played uh, Rainbow Six, and i played a ton of Fallout Shelter on my iPad uh, and the Westworld game on my iPad, which is basically Fallout Shelter but with hosts and humans. Yeah, as the lawsuit that Bethesda has thrown at Warner Brothers uh, states... Yeah, it's pretty damn similar. Like they are very, very similar. And Jason in the chat will attest to that because yeah. he's pretty much played both of them to their end. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of Bethesda as well, if you have not watched the no clip documentaries on YouTube, do it. They are fantastic. Yeah, I finished the seventy six one. I have not uh, looked at the the history. See, of I, I watched the Bethesda one first because or, yeah. I wanted to feel that out before jumping into the '76 one. Because, it, but it, it's just re- it's really it's no really cool. clip like no clip is the name of the ESPIESPOPD no clip like Doom. No. Yeah. Yes. No clipping. You just you go. In, it's a good day to die. You yes. type in no no clip in YouTube. No space. Just okay. no clip. N O C L I P. Then you can move through the walls of YouTube and and find, find the videos. The video. Find all the videos Excellent. that you want. Yeah. Yeah, they're, it's like they're a great. web hack. Uh, and speaking, yeah. so we're going to jump into news here. Speaking of Fallout 76, uh, Todd Howard came out and said that the crossplay for consoles is uh, not likely because Sony's not as helpful as everyone would like, quote unquote. <laughs> um, so he, he doesn't outright say that's that like cross-play, a really subtle burn. It is. Well, that, the thing is, like, Sony's still getting a shitload of, of flack. I feel for like this. that hurts more. Well, having a big developer like yeah. Bethesda be like, "Come on, Sony, like give us but a break." But to say here. it like that, it's like that. That really makes you feel like shit. Yeah, I'll bet if you're Sony. But they, he never, they never explicitly state that it's not going to happen between like PC and console, or like you know between the different like yeah. platforms, like like they He's, do for some well, things. But he, in, according to the article here from Polygon, Howard is quoted as saying, "You cannot do crossplay in '76." We'd really love that right now. Are they? We'd really love that, but right now we can't. Sony is not as helpful as everyone would like. So it's he not didn't like he say Microsoft is not as helpful. No, as but like. he says you cannot do crossplay in '76. It doesn't say you can't crossplay on PS4. Like it doesn't. He doesn't have any caveats on there so, to suggest that there is it'll, some crossplay available. PC. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, kind of a bummer. That's um, a huge bummer because now I have to buy them fucking PlayStation. I just hope just that to play with everybody. Uh, the big developers continue to crap on Sony with like if Activision came out and was like you can't play, uh, or if they opened up like Overwatch crossplay, or if they opened up um, try or, or like some no Destiny crossplay. Overwatch crossplay. No, I mean, who wants to play Overwatch anyway? But uh, like if they opened up the crossplay and came coming. out and were like, well, Sony won't let people play. Like, it, if everyone started crapping on Sony, like the fact that Todd Howard came out and said that 
means that hopefully other companies won't feel like they will receive some retaliation if they... And that's the thing is, like, this isn't just some lackey that works for Bethesda. This is, like, the boss. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who literally came out and was like, give me a break here. Like, that's a big deal. And I think, I mean, hopefully it happens sooner than later, but... It's, I haven't even turned my PlayStation on since well, I beat God of War like and the, a week and a half ago. Did right? you guys watch that Switch uh Switch and Xbox trailer like commercial yeah, the, for my, Minecraft? Yeah, the Minecraft one. Like they have they're spending marketing money together to collectively shit on Sony, which yeah. is great. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. Collective, like they, the, I, it's the first time I've seen a trailer where like Nintendo and and Microsoft logos like co mingle on the screen together. Yeah, it's, it's very great. cool. But no, yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're getting to the point where they need to start evaluating how they want to handle this. They they have stated at this point that they are they're exploring exploring options. options. Like how bad is their network to where they can't figure this well, out? Well, you can't even change your name. Yeah, I know, but I just imagine like it looks all shiny on the surface, and then you get into it, and it's like just like technology well, from I the seventies. How, how much or of it is really the network? It like, can't be that bad because, like, as as this article states, in September twenty seventeen, a quote configuration issue end quote at Epic Games allowed Fortnite players on Xbox One and PS Four to briefly mingle. Like it's literally a switch, a switch they can flip. Yeah, it's so, not. It's not even like they just forgot where it is. It's in an old <laughs> building, and it's Sony's they don't have their switches labeled no. properly. They're, they're just being babies. Is what it is. They're they're being money hungry babies because they want more people to buy their console. It's like when you have a fuse box and nobody labeled any of the fuses. It's probably the situation. Oh, <laughs> they're I, afraid like if they mess with one of them, it'll screw everything up on the network. And really, they're just looking for the one that's crossplay enabling. Well, and I mean, you had you had Greg Miller, who's like a pretty big influencer in the world of video games specifically stating on his Twitter account, I will buy an Xbox to play with my friends and a Switch. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's not... Yeah, he's a huge Sony fanboy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think... Almost as big as Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you're not happy about this either. No, nobody should be happy about it. Like, it's not... He's got the blue thing on his mic, too. Yeah, (laughs) this is a PlayStation-branded windscreen for my microphone. (laughs) Um, Does it taste like money? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, no, it tastes like... I'm surprised your microphone can interact with the rest of our microphones in the same recording. Yeah, it takes a lot of doing to to put the audio check. He's got to pay a premium for these ones to work with that. Yeah. You can't no. change your windscreen either, can you? No, nope. I'm left with this one till the end of time. <laughs> and it's not compatible. This with is the any same one I've been using for six years. Um, it's they are literally pushing people to Microsoft when the next generation happens. Right now, yeah, exactly. They, they right now they could make a decision. They may be on top right now. Yeah, but they will not be next. But gen. this is the same type of BS. That lost Microsoft the beginning of this generation. Right. The, the you know. The closed like, platform. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Microsoft didn't they, even come out with the thing that was like, you cannot trade in your games. This is always online. They backed away from all of that, and they still lost this generation. Yeah. So Sony could have already put a nail in the coffin for PlayStation 5. They could have. Who knows? They might be able to come back from it. They might figure some way out to restore the goodwill that they have won over this generation. But right now things don't look good and they need to figure it out real fast. Indeed. So shame on them. Yeah. Shame. They're actually going to call it PlayStation alone. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. No, they're going to rename it the PS (laughs) one. So there's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie happening for some reason. Uh, <laughs> James Marsden was announced to star in it, not really? as Sonic, but like as a as friend Teddy? of Sonic. As Teddy Flood. Yeah, he's probably playing Teddy from Westworld in Sonic. 
But uh, more news has come out that Jim Carrey is in talks to play Robotnik, which I am now a thousand percent sold to watch this movie. I was like, what what is this? Why is this happening? But now I'm sold. It's going to be horrible, but I'm still going to love it. Yeah, but it's going to be that good kind of horrible. If I get to see a bald Jim Carrey with a big mustache and like... Those those spectacles he's that Robotnik just, he's wears. Be, far from bald in this picture. It's going to be some exaggerated version of uh, that um, that Andy Kaufman character that I can't name right <laughs> oh, now. Man. Uh, I hope he doesn't dive into the role as much as he did for that. Uh, Tony. <laughs> They're going to have to make a documentary about his descent into Tony Robotnik's something. lifestyle. I can't I remember. Know. I don't know. But Andy Kaufman had this character that he would go into to like go out in public and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. Like, uh, and and Jim Carrey embodied that in Man on the Moon, like real, like I mean, he took over and did it. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's so what I'm saying. I'm looking forward to see what kind of method he uses to become Robotnik. <laughs> He's kind of lost his I hope mind. He starts lately. gliding around in like a weird pod in the air. Yeah, it'll be awesome. <laughs> Jim Whatever Carrey happens, just screams by throwing with some motion captured computerized <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah, I hope he's not CG. It says it's CG. It's live-action CG hybrid, and I hope Robotnik is not. <laughs> it's just Jim Carrey. He's the in, only like, live-action part. makeup, yeah. In, in some, like, some, uh, what's it called? The fat suits from... I'm drawing a total movie yeah, blank man, right now. I'm dying. Just, I'm struggling. You're lost. <laughs> Oh, what was that movie? Big Mama's House? Not well. Yeah, that's good enough. The I guess Professor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the nutty, the nutty professor. Nutty professor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Professor Nutty Professor. Professor Nutty Professor. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, more movie-related news, and you may have heard this on Horror Movie Yearbook, but the Friday the Thirteenth game that we so love on that I so love <laughs> yeah. on this show. <laughs> no comment. I had my fun with it. I uh, wasn't in, into it as much as you guys, but I I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's going to receive no future content. Right now there is a war going on for the several copyright issues with the Friday the 13th franchise in general. Uh, like movie rights and, and story rights and stuff like that. And they and got so, caught up in it. Yeah, they got caught up in it. They don't know. Who knows when it will ever actually get resolved. So... Uh, Gun and and uh, what are what are the what's the name of the other one? Uh, yeah, West Nelter. I can't remember. Sorry, this isn't good radio. The gun and and uh, Funtronic or whatever it is. I really can't remember. Guntronic. Guntronic. Maybe? maybe I don't know. What I, the the developers of the game basically came out and were like, we cannot sit by and keep making content that we can't release for a game when we don't know if we will ever be able to release it. That makes sense. So it sounds like they are trying to. They recently did a an engine switch to try and um, move towards dedicated servers for the game, and I think they're still able to complete that as it's not like content for the game, right. quote unquote. Uh, but they will not be doing like the Jason X skin, the Jason X map Damn. that I was so very much looking forward Wasn't to. Wasn't that going to be like a space map? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was going to be on a spaceship. Cool. Um, and hopefully there would be like a liquid nitrogen uh, head smash context kill that That'd you could perform. That'd be so epic. But it will never be now. And uh, it's a bummer. Yeah, that game's over a year old now at this point, which it's is crazy. It's a bummer, man. But anyway. It sucks, and uh, but I'm interested to see what they do in the future. Indeed. What? I just bumped. Never mind. Okay. Uh, there's a Halo TV series officially ordered by Showtime for 2019. Brian, I think you wanted to talk about this. I just think it's interesting that they're finally. <laughs> he didn't doing read something. the article. Come on. <laughs> oh, I may have. <laughs> <laughs> he read the title and was like, I guess it's I'll send him this link. It's going to be a scripted link. drama that will be 10-hour-long episodes, at least for the first season. Yeah. And it's supposed to begin production next year, early next year. Kyle and Killen of the film Awake is serving as executive producer, writer, and showrunner. Uh, I think it's a Hayden Christensen film that came out several years ago. So 
but uh, yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes director Rupert Wyatt. Yeah, I like that, that, makes that movie a lot, and that is cool. Um, but I, I don't know that it's going to get any better than like District 9, you know? Like Neil Blomkamp was working on that Halo movie for yeah, well, years we, with not like all Peter his Jackson. Stuff is good. No, Nobody it's not. Nobody likes Chappie. But it was back then. And, True. you know, it fell through. And perhaps that's good because District 9 was way better than probably any Halo movie will, will ever be. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's a good universe to have a show in and it, there's definitely a lot of room to to add characters and flesh out the world more than the games ever did yeah, they say it's produced by showtime in association with microsoft and 343 along with steven spielberg's amblin television uh which you know i mean that's a lot, of, a lot of it's got a lot of power it's a lot of pedigree power behind it yeah, yeah. so it, yeah. it could certainly be good but uh, I don't know. Like uh, it's it's expected uh, it's just, to begin production in early 2019. So there's many years for this years. It's the same, many months for this to it's fall. It's the same apart. sort of thing as like I mean, you're we're always reluctant to see these video games made into movies, just as much as we're reluctant to see a movie made into a video game. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's you just something gets lost, it gets diluted here and there, and you just lose these bits and pieces that make these things great. And that's like. I don't know what to expect. I'm not a huge Halo fan to begin with, but I I would probably watch a TV show because I know this the movie or the the game has good lore in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where I feel like anytime you're you're making even just books to movies, you got to Hollywoodize it. You've got to you've got to water it down somehow, and that's the same thing's going to happen here. But yeah, I you know it. I I heard the being being a a premier network that's behind it though you can expect the quality to at least be really well done and they will try to do as much justice to it as possible yeah so i know they did halo forward unto dawn which was a it was like a direct to video um or i guess it was a web series kind of thing but what everyone should watch instead is roughnecks the uh the computer animated um wasn't that like Starship Troopers Starship or Troopers. something? Yeah, cartoon. It was amazing. Roughnecks was so good. If I've you heard, have not watched Roughnecks, I've heard good things about this. I don't know if it was actually like, I think it is live action, but um, I heard it was interesting at least. And there's like eight episodes or so, five episodes. So maybe check that out in the meantime and see what a Halo TV show, TV movie could or TV show TV could be. Shoe. TV show could be. Yeah. Uh, John, you posted this. Yeah, so Google is planning a game platform that could take on Xbox and PlayStation. This is interesting to me because um, I don't, they're not, I don't, based on the article, it is some form of streaming service for video games, much like Netflix or PlayStation Now. Now. Yeah. Um, or on live used to be. Yeah. And like, I think Xbox said they're allowing game streaming now coming up. Like Yeah, on, they said they were working on it in their E3 presentation, like right. streaming it to your phone and stuff like that. And the example that they're using for this particular uh, platform is that wouldn't you like to be able to play The Witcher 3 in full high-res specs in a browser tab on Chrome? And you're able to play like Bastion, I believe. Through Chrome, I don't know that it's like streaming or not. I'm not really sure how that yeah. works, but but anyways, it seems really interesting that Google wants to get in on this. And what better company to do it, seeing as they handle the majority of the internet traffic? Um, True. So clearly, their compression techniques are probably up to snuff. If to only bring they that could, phrase back. Uh, if only they could actually like. Get Google Fiber in more locations now. Yeah, I mean, blame AT and T and Comcast for that. And Time Warner and whoever else is involved. Well, and I don't know. It's just the it's li- the reason Google Fiber can't get into more locations is because of the fact that the the actual telephone poles and lines are owned, owned by companies by other, like Comcast yeah. and AT and T and Time Warner, and so. When they petition a particular city to install fiber, the city has to then ask these other companies, like, will you allow this to happen? And, and they, they, say no. they say no. And so they're not allowed to, which is kind of bullshit. So, yeah, I mean, it, stifling competition, you know, like you're, 
you want uh we all want net neutrality to be a thing but then we allow the government to take it away from us you know like yep. yeah i think uh I don't know. It it certainly seems like streaming video gaming is where we're headed in the future. Yeah. Uh, the idea that you can sell somebody like a Steam Link-ish device that's very cheap and then it would allow them to play the games on your subscription service. Yeah. And um, then it, the, the users like us will have less control over our own stuff. Because we won't own anything. Yeah, anymore. well, we basically don't own any. Even when you buy a disc, it's just a license to play the game. Yeah. Nintendo can now. They're ban not going to come to your house and take it away. Nintendo though. can now ban individual cartridges if they would like. Like you can basically never play that cartridge again if they detected that it's been like ripped and copied to oh, the wow. internet. So I mean, and you can't eat it because it tastes terrible. So what yeah, do you do with it? There's no good reason to have a Switch cartridge anymore. Put it up your butt. <laughs> but uh, I would not make it taste any better. I'm looking to absorb the datas into my. Did bowl. either of you ever try on live? No, I considered it for a while, but then all the nah. reviews were just so horrible that I didn't see the point. I just I'm very sensitive to like input lag, lag and yeah. stuff. I can't imagine them ever getting streaming down to like what I experience on my fancy PC well, now. Well, and then the thing that I've heard them talk about on Giant Bomb is just that you will now know that there will be less games that require that low level of input lag. They won't make fighting games anymore because they won't be good well, to play. That would be stupid. And, uh, people like fighting games. Yeah. I don't. And but Twitch shooters do. will go away. Yep. Which, yeah. well, that would make me sad. But... It's interesting, at least, to see where things are trying to go. And the fact that Google would, would hop in and try to do that would be interesting. But like I kind of said, I haven't seen Google support anything past like six months. Six months. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, they were, they, they were actually like at E3 talking with developers about making this happen. Yeah. So this is something they are actively looking at right now, but who knows what's going to happen in a couple of months. They may just drop the project entirely. Yeah. Now, if they bring back the, speaking of projects that they dropped, Google Glass, and I could be wearing seemingly normal glasses in public but playing video games. Just beam it into your that eyes. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, sign me up. I'd be down. But I'm, I mean, I like the idea of this. I mean, essentially, that's what I have with a Steam Link yeah. in a way to stream to a television, not my computer. The idea that they could lower the barrier of entry of gaming into you buying a weaker box that streams what is being rendered on a server farm, I think that all sounds interesting and would be great to try out but once well, again we just like even with gigabit ethernet the fact that other people's um connect like there's always a bottleneck somewhere right and our internet infrastructure is just not quite up to snuff for that yet mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's uh the the compression technology necessary to make this happen even if this doesn't happen, what they come up with is something that will benefit everyone. Yeah, in the future. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what comes of this, whether this, you know, we're actually able to do that. I, I mean, it'd be so awesome to be able to just like pull up Chrome and like, you know, look at my game library and be like, oh, this is sweet. Like I can play XCOM like on this computer that's garbage or like I could be on my iPad playing, you know, full res amazing looking games of the current generation. They just have to figure out how to use quantum entanglement in order to reduce or eliminate input lag where you can yeah. just put some entangled particles in your controller where the other particles are over by the server farm and they can tell what the current state of the ones in your hand are immediately because they're quantum entangled. Yeah, that sounds amazing, but not real. And they Is that use, real? use that to talk it's, to people. Well, and, uh, like Mass theoretically, <laughs> the idea of it being in a controller isn't real, but quantum entanglement is a real thing. So, yeah, it's just hasn't it been able to be used. Sure, for anything beat Bluetooth. Yet. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. Anyway, I think that's pretty much it for news. Unless you guys had anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't. I don't think I do. Yeah, we're kind of in the middle of that summer lull right now so yeah. there isn't a ton going on and i have severe gaming add going on too i cannot 
pick one thing to sit down and sink uh, yeah. my teeth into other than Rainbow Six, of course. I but. mean, I picked Prey, but now that I finished Prey, I haven't fucking been able to play anything for more than a half hour. Yep. I'm, I'm like half asleep right now, too. So oh, yeah. yeah, that You're doesn't put help. me to sleep with your yawning. I'm sorry, man. I'm well. asleep as well. But uh, let's see if there is anything that's actually coming out. Yeah, I mean, anybody... Anybody, if you are listening and want to talk about something or you want to hear us talk about games, you can send us that information via any of the social media outlets or also MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. Send us feedback and talk about it. What are you playing that you want to know our thoughts on? Or maybe you're playing something that we haven't ever touched before and you want to tell us to play it. You want to recommend it. We're willing to play pretty much anything. So there is a remaster of Red Faction Guerrilla coming out uh, on Tuesday, which I wouldn't be opposed to checking out because I know how wild people went for that game when it came you out. You can like destroy everything, basically. Yeah, it's I, pretty fun. I heard fantastic things about it, and I tried it eventually, but it just it didn't quite hook me. But um, yeah, I think I, I got like a free copy with like Darksiders or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, mm. yep. But uh, that might be interesting. And then I believe before we are back, there is a uh, Octopath Traveler is coming out, but also the Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is coming out for Switch. I will probably pick that up because uh, it's fun. There's a demo on the eShop. And people I, should check it I out. tried playing it. It, uh, it's a very I, simple game. I it, just don't think I'm into those games anymore. Is part of it. Like into I used what to games? into like JRPGs. Oh, Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Okay. I tried. Like I just can't. I used to love JRPGs. I mean, Suikoden is one of my favorites. Final Fantasy VII. I mean, all the old school RPGs. Star Ocean. I was really into. Um, I can keep going. Yeah. If I really think about it, but um, I I try to play them now and I just can't. Yeah. I, I'm just not. I can't do it. Too much text. Yeah. I get it. Our attention spans have been destroyed. So what did you yeah. say? <laughs> These much. kids today and there. Yeah. Attention sorry, spans I was are on my phone. I wasn't listening. Nanoseconds. <laughs> Hula hoops and Pac-Man video games. And Zimas. Zima. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out Midwest MidwestGameNerds.com/links. And don't forget, we do have a Patreon that is meant to benefit all the shows on the Midwest Podcast Network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help us keep the shows alive and well. Check it out at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. Uh, as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to midwestgamers at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, Westworld FM wrapped up uh, Season 2 currently. Yeah. Uh, up to episode 10. We are going to do a season wrap up, though, episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping to actually rewatch the entire series Jesus. at that point. Um, I started watching episode one, season one, and Megan yelled at me because apparently she had asked if she could start rewatching Westworld with me yeah. at some point earlier in the week, and I never responded. And then I started watching it myself. <laughs> so I got in trouble. Brian is literally just <laughs> filled with snot right now, apparently. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, look forward to that Westworld FM episode. It's going to be awesome. If you haven't watched Westworld and you are listening to this podcast, please do yourself a favor and listen to our podcast about it as you watch the show. Because, yeah, you're in the background blowing your nose on television. Yeah, right? everybody come to our YouTube and see Brian. If you want to know what that elephant in the room is that he literally <laughs> it's can Brian. hear. It's, it's literally Brian. Brian. Uh, but anyways... If you have not watched Westworld and you are a gamer, you are doing yourself a disservice. Please watch the show. Do it episode by episode. Listen to our podcast in between episodes. This show takes time to process, Yeah, but it's very, very well done. It is very gamer-related, and it is very cool. Uh, not to just toot the, our own horn about the podcast itself, but please do check it out. Also, Alex, you said uh, you just released the first Gone to Texas episode. Yeah, it came out a little 30. late because there was some overlap between uh, Preacher and Westworld. It took Westworld. a while to get to Texas. Yeah, we had to get over there again. But uh, no, uh, Preacher Season 3 is back in the swing, and I, uh, I am, after watching the premiere of the season, I'm quite excited for the show, looking forward to seeing where it goes next. And uh, we should have our episodes out Monday or Tuesday or so after they air. 
So uh, I think it airs 10 o'clock on Sunday night on AMC. People should check that out and then go listen to Gone to Texas. And uh, the Horror Movie Yearbook guys just put out their second bracket episode. They're doing, they're doing the King of Kings, Stephen King adaptations. Yep. Uh, so go check that out. It'll be a good fight. Lots of good movies on there. Things like... Uh, Pet Cemetery, It from last year, The Shining, all kinds of awesome Stephen King adaptation movies are, are on there. There's no The Dark Tower on there, which is sad. Uh, it's not really horror. Well, it's not really horror. It is a King adaptation, uh, but it's not a very good adaptation because yeah. it's nothing like the book. But anyway, um, all the good horror movies are on that list, and uh, people should certainly go check out Horror Movie Yearbook. So. Definitely. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening along here. We will update social media with our next episode as soon as we have that figured out. So stay tuned. And until then, uh, peace out. Thanks.